Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. I can barely remember it. My dad and my grandfather talking about President Richard Nixon and his impending resignation. (laughs) I was just a little kid, didn't really even quite understand what it was all about, but it was over this little thing called the Watergate scandal. (laughs) Yes, for those that, that don't know, Watergate was where In June of 1972, a break-in of the Democratic National Committee headquarters at the Washington, D.C. Watergate office building was tied to Richard Nixon and members of his administration. It wasn't just a break-in, though. It was that they had stolen files from the office so as to get information on the campaign of the Democratic uh, nominee and then tried to cover it up. All of this led to the eventual resignation of the only president to do so in American history. Whenever someone brings up the name Watergate, it is always associated with like scandal or corruption. Now we have the beginnings of a scandal worse than Watergate, and it's ever-growing and evolving name of Russiagate. <laughs> From the Hill, they say that what does worse than Watergate mean? <clears throat> well, consider a hypothetical. Let's say a presidential administration puts the government's laws uh, and law enforcement and intelligence apparatus in the service of its party's presidential candidate by trying to portray the opposition party's candidate as a clandestine agent of a hostile government. To to be concrete about it, let's say the Obama administration tasked the FBI and the CIA to help the Democrats' 2016 candidate, Hillary Clinton, by framing the Republican nominee, Donald Trump, as a mole for the Kremlin and to execute this scheme let's let's say the the FBI and the CIA first task operatives of the uh, of the Clinton campaign uh, to cook up evidence that could be spun to make Trump look like a Russian spy let's say and then used that bogus evidence as a pretext to a open investigation or even multiple investigations and B apply the, the secret foreign intelligence surveillance court for surveillance warrants and C, monitor Trump and his associates. Let's say the scheme did not prevent Trump from being elected. Yes, Clinton was that bad of a candidate, but it otherwise succeeded. Top government officials, mainly Obama administration holdovers, were able to not only to, to sustain the Trump collusion with Russia narrative well into Trump's administration, they further impelled the appointment of a special counsel whose staffers, many of them Obama and Clinton um, acolytes, Im- impeded Trump's capacity to govern for over two years. If 
that had happened, we might have something that was worse than Watergate. The scandal that, of course, rocked the nation and drove Richard Nixon from the White House in 1974 that we just talked about. Special counsel John Durham alleges that presumably well-meaning government officials were having their strings pulled. They were merely duped of the real masterminds, the Hillary Clinton's campaign operatives. Durham's eye-popping court submission last week came in the case uh, he has brought against one of those operatives, and that person is Michael Sussman. You're going you're to hear that name a couple times here. Uh, a now former partner at the, political connected, the politically connected Perkins Coy law firm. Sussman is accused of lying to the FBI in 2016 to conceal the identity of clients. Specifically, yes, the Clinton campaign and other uh, of, his, of his operatives, uh, tech executive Rodney Jaffe, on, on whose behalf he brought the FBI uh, derogatory information about Trump. Now, Jaffe, you see, was hoping to score a job in the anticipated Clinton administration. There was a lot of those type of people. <laughs> in fact, the Clinton Foundation was bringing in millions of dollars because people were trying to buy favor, thinking that she was going to be elected. Of course, when she didn't get elected, suddenly all that money dried up. <laughs> kind of funny how that works, right? He also had a government contract, the, the, the purpose of which was to help our intelligence agencies combat hacking. The argument, um, I'm sorry, the arrangement granted him access to internet traffic data related to so-called domain name systems, that's a DNS activity, which tracks communications between servers. But Jaffe allegedly exploited his privilege access for partisan political purposes, and that was to help Clinton frame Trump as a clandestine agent of Russia. He mined and distorted DNS data to make it appear that Trump and the Kremlin were using Alpha Bank, which is an important Russian financial institution, as as a communications back channel. Before his lucrative gig at Perkins Coy, where his clients included the Democratic National Committee, Sussman had been a Justice Department cybersecurity lawyer. Yeah. In the Washington way, he was thus chummy with other officials in the alphabet soup of, of national security agencies, including the FBI's then general counsel, James Baker. It was only natural then, in the Washington way, that the Clinton campaign selected Sussman as the perfect swamp insider to convey the deception, deceptive information to the FBI. Now, consequently, Durham's indictment alleges that Sussman duped the FBI by misleading Baker, concealing the identities of his clients, the Clinton campaign and Jaffe, when he reported the anti-Trump intelligence they had they had, they had ginned up. Now, it gets worse. Last week, Durham disclosed that in February of 2017, 
nearly four months after the 2016 presidential election, Sussman provided updated Trump-Russia data to another government national security agency. Apparently, it was the CIA. It was a dumbfounding revelation because Jaffe had culled the DNS information from the executive office of the president, meaning the White House is where he got this information. Sussman's defense disputes this allegation, but that's what's in the Durham report. Now, in sum, Durham alleges that by leveraging their trusted access and cozy ties to government data and officials, Clinton campaign operatives managed both to portray the sitting president of the United States as a mole of Russia and, and, and President Vladimir Putin, and to urge an investigation of Trump under the guise of protecting national security. Wow. But it was more than just government bureaucrats getting duped. From the Daily Wire, they report that then direct, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe told Special Counsel John Durham in meetings that there was enough evidence to in, indict multiple people in this criminal investigation into the origins of the FBI's Trump-Russia probe. Quote, sources told Fox News this week that during, this, that, that during his meetings with Durham, Ratcliffe, who served as a congressman and as the former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Texas, said he believed there was enough evidence in nearly 1,000 pages of material that Ratcliffe turned over to the Justice Department to indict multiple people. The report centered around a report from 2020 about how the CIA forwarded an investigative re referral to the FBI regarding allegations that Hillary Clinton had approved a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a means of distracting the public from her use of a private email server. Quote, Ratcliffe dis disclass de declassified Brennan's handwritten notes, which were taken after he briefed Obama on the intelligence the CIA received, and a CIA memo which revealed that officials referred the matter to the FBI for potential investigative action. This was Fox News that reported it in 2020. Quote, that referral was sent to then FBI Director James Comey and then Deputy Assistant Director of the Counterintelligence, Peter Stroke. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? The news follows an investigative report from over the weekend that detailed the, the latest developments in Durham's investigation, which has been slowed down due to the pandemic, like everything else. Durham said in a new court filing that lawyers for the Clinton campaign paid a tech company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower and to the Trump White House in an effort to establish a narrative linking the President Donald Trump to Russia. The revelation was made in a court filing late last week and that centered on political conflicts of interest connected to the representation 
of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who has been charged with allegedly lying to the FBI. So there is there is more to even to this story. The, the, the tech executive identified as tech executive one in the court filings that we were just talking about in the special counsel John Durham's criminal investigation into the origins of the FBI's 2016 Trump-Russia probe appears to admit that he shared data that was collected on Donald Trump with the CIA. The Wall Street Journal editorial board writes that the indictment revealed that Mr. Sussman worked with Tech Executive One, who has been identified now as Rodney Joffe, formerly of New Star Incorporated. The indictment says Mr. Joffe used his companies as well as researchers at a U.S. university to access internet data, which was used to gather information about Mr. Trump's communications. The new shocker relates to the data Mr. Joffe and friends were mining. According to Friday's filing, as early as July 2016, Mr. Joffe was exploiting his access to non-public and or proprietary internet data, including internet traffic pertaining to the executive office of the President of the United States. Yes, the White House. The filing explains that Mr. Joffe's employer had come to access and maintain dedicated servers for the EOP, or the Executive Office of the President, as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided internet services to the White House. Mr. Joffe's team also was monitoring internet traffic related to Trump Tower and Mr. Trump's apartment on Central Park West. Wow. A spokesperson spokesperson for Joffe, the tech executive, told the Wall Street Journal that contrary to the allegations in this recent filing, Mr. Joffe is an apolitical, an apolitical internet security expert with decades of service to the U.S. government who has never worked for a political party. The statement, the statement claimed that there were serious and legitimate national security concerns about Russia and their attempts to infiltrate the 2016 election. And that re- respected cybersecurity researchers were deeply concerned about the anomalies they found in the data and prepared a report of their findings, which was uh, subsequently shared with the CIA. <laughs> The New York Post reported last year that Joffe claimed that he had been tentatively offered the top cybersecurity job by the Democrats when it looked like they'd win in 2016. Quote, I definitely would not have taken the job under Trump, Joffe added in an email that was quoted in the indictment. So obviously he wasn't quite so apolitical as he says now. Uh, Trump responded over the weekend to the court filings in the, in the Durham investigation by saying that it proved indis- indisputable evidence that my campaign and presidency were spied on by operatives paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign in an effort to develop a completely fabricated connection to Russia. 
quote, this is a scandal far greater in scope and magnitude than Whitewater and then Whitegate, <laughs> Watergate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been a couple of scandals when it comes to Hillary. Right. And those that were involved in the new and knew about this spying operation should be subject to criminal prosecution. And Trump continued with, in a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death. In addition, reparations should be paid to those in our country who have been damaged by this. So what is Hillary Clinton's response to all this? This ought to be interesting, right? Two-time failed Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton responded this week to an explosive report on the special counsel Durham, John Durham's criminal investigation into the origins of the FBI's Trump-Russia probe by claiming that the report was a fake scandal. <laughs> oh, man. Trump and, and Fox are desperately uh, spinning a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. <laughs> So it's a day that ends in Y, she wrote in a tweet. The, the more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie. For those interested in reality, here's a good debunking of their latest nonsense. Durham says in a new court filing that lawyers for the Clinton campaign paid a tech company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower and to the Trump White House in an effort to establish a narrative linking then-President Donald Trump to Russia. Trump responded to the news by saying that, of course, the filing was just simply nonsense. Um, you know, what, what Hillary Clinton was saying was nonsense, and that this was something that was worse than Watergate. People are starting to, to react to these new uh, revelations. In fact, uh, former Congresswoman uh, Tulsi Gabbard blasted Hillary Clinton this week over revelations that, you know, the, that the, the uh, Durham report is exposing. Quote, what's being revealed here, Jesse, uh, is the truth, Gabbard told Fox News host Jesse Waters. Hillary Clinton and the powerful elite in this country manufactured this Russian collusion lie, actively undermining our democracy and stoking the fires, moving us into this new Cold War with Russia. Quote, the damage they did to the American people, our democracy, and others around the world is immeasurable. And she continued with, it's impossible to measure. Now, Gabbard asserted that the Biden administration, specifically National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, is now telling Americans Quote, hey, you, you've, you've got to be ready to go to war with Russia, with other countries, to spread democracy, to protect democracy. And yet, they are actively undermining our democracy here at home. Hillary Clinton and her warmongers need to be held accountable. And Gabbard closed with, uh, with that statement. Now, capturing her fiery appearance on Fox News, the Democrat uh, wrote, the Durham investigation makes clear that Hillary Clinton and the powerful elites, uh, elite spied on the Trump campaign and the White House, undermining our democracy, launching us into a new Cold War 
endangering America and the world. Clinton and her warmongers must be held accountable. Now, back in 2019, Clinton claimed without evidence that Russia might might back, guess who? Gabbard as a third-party presidential candidate. Is, is this getting old? I mean, this is like the same thing over and over. They can't come up with anything new. I mean, the Washington Post reported this, that they're also going to do third-party again, Clinton said. I'm not making any predictions. This is Clinton uh, saying this. But I think they've got the eye, their eye on someone who's currently in the Democratic primary and are grooming her to be a third-party candidate. She's the favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways to uh, of supporting her so far. You, the queen of warmongers, <laughs> this, is, this is Gabbard now, you, the queen of warmongers, embodiment of corruption and personification of the rot that, that, that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long have finally come out from behind the curtain. And this is what Gabbard fired back. During the same podcast, Clinton said Russia had um, com- uh, comporant uh, or compromising information on Trump. And, and that's what the Post actually noted. The, the Green Party's Jill Stein also flat out called a, a Russia asset by Clinton during the same podcast. I mean, Clinton's throwing this Russia agent thing everywhere at anybody that she can. Um, at uh, quote, and that's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not because she's also a Russian asset, said Clinton. <laughs> yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. They know they can't win without a third party candidate. So I don't know who it's going to be, but. I will guarantee you they will have a vigorous third-party challenge in the key states that they most need. Now, now you may be asking, what is the White House actually saying about this now that the Durham report is coming out? Well, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki and other Biden administration communications officials are dodging questions about a bombshell report that alleges, of course, Hillary Clinton campaign uh, paid a tech company to spy on President Donald Trump. When pressed by journalists, Saki refused to provide details about information relevant to the Durham report. Quote, do you know if there's still a system picking up server data on the executive office of the president? And if not, when did it stop? One reporter asked. Uh, quote, again, I don't know... Um, I, I know you asked my colleagues a few questions about this the other day, but I would point you with any questions about this to the Department of Justice, Saki answered. Is what is what was described in the filings there, monitoring the internet traffic, is that, generally speaking, would that be considered something along the lines of spying, the reporter followed up? And Saki replied with, again, I would point you to the Department of Justice. (laughs) So just completely ignoring the question whatsoever. As Saki mentioned, White House uh, Principal Deputy Press Secretary uh, Carline Jean-Pierre took a similar tack earlier this week. Quote, this news about the Durham investigation 
does the president have any concern about the candidate candidate for president using computer experts to infiltrate computer systems of competing candidates or even the president elect for the goal of creating a narrative? The reporter asked, quote, that's something I can't speak to from the podium. So I refer you to the Department of Justice, Jean-Pierre responded. When asked if the content of the report could be described as spying, she deflected again. (laughs) So uh, uh, after the Durham report uh, was made public, the Washington Free Beacon found that President Biden's campaign also hired the firm that Clinton allegedly tapped to spy on the on president trump quote the biden campaign paid nearly twenty thousand dollars to a cybersecurity firm at the center of the special counsel john durham's investigation into the origins of the trump russia probe investigative reporter chuck ross wrote quote the campaign paid new star there's that company again new star information services in 2020 for accounting and compliance work, according to the Federal Election Commission's records. Now, let me end this with this. From, and this is from, uh, from Sean Hannity. Uh, I, I like the way he put this. He said, quote, We know how that the, the Clinton campaign paid a tech firm uh, to infiltrate the, the servers at the Trump Tower and then later infiltrated the servers at the Trump White House, in other words, illegally spying on a presidential candidate, and later a president. The goal was to fabricate evidence that President Trump was a Russian asset, Hannity said. This is far worse than Watergate. The Watergate scandal involved Nixon campaign associates who broke into the DNC headquarters at Washington, D.C., and Watergate office building, where they stole campaign documents. Now, of course, the business was conducted a little differently in, in 1972 versus 2016, when this all went down. In the age of the internet, you don't need to break into a building and, and to, to steal the opponent's information. You just need to ha- have access to their server. And that is exactly what the Clinton campaign did. But here's where this even gets worse than Watergate. Not only did they hack into the opposing candidate and steal material, like in the case of Watergate, when, but, but then they hacked into the office of the president of, the, uh, of this great country, according to the Durham's blockbuster filing. This is something maybe we would expect from Russia or China or Iran, maybe North Korea, not an American political campaign. And clearly the Clinton machine was willing to do anything and everything legal and illegal to win the election. Where's Bob Woodward? Where's Bernstein? Where's Carl Bernstein? Remember they once cared about journalism uh, through their top secret source, deep throat, right? They broke the Watergate story wide open. Now they are nowhere to be found. For them, politics is much more important. Now the reason the media will ignore this story that is bigger than Watergate is because they are, uh, they are in, uh, in compliance with them. They are in cahoots with them. 
the entire time they have lied, the entire time they have advanced their propaganda almost 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they did it for over three years. They knew, but their hatred for Donald Trump was more important than the truth. Now, this is entirely true. How many times did we hear about President Trump's ties with Russia? Man, over and over and over again. Then the Mueller Mueller report came out and found that there was no such connection. Now we find out the real truth, and we hear almost nothing from a media that couldn't stop talking about the false narrative. Why? Because they are a part of of the leftist propaganda machine, and truth is not important to them. It's the end result that is important to them. They wanted to win the White House, and it didn't happen. Can you imagine if Hillary had won? We would not have heard anything about this. We would have not seen any of this. But thank God she did not win. And now we're starting to see the truth come come out. And you you may agree with me on this. You, know, I, I, you may not even agree with me on this. I would even just love to hear what your thoughts are on this. And you can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.